obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredient. We will serve a goo that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is the spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every So, how was your first time ever watching Revenge of the Sith? Star Wars! Um, it wasn't bad. It, I would say it it was adequately hyped. Okay, so, like, thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay, okay, well, this is just like, I, I think this is going to be a really interesting episode, Purely for the fact that apparently, and I didn't know this until like today, maybe he told me before and I kind of forgot it, but I don't think I knew this, but he, James has been protesting watching Revenge of the Sith since Attack of the Clones, which I will say kind of fair, kind of fair, (laughs) but like, I don't think it was completely just, but at the same time, I haven't, I mean, I've watched this movie way uh, after it came out, or I mean, like I watched it in theaters and I've seen it since multiple times, like way after it came out. But I haven't watched in the past few years, and I do have a little bit of different thoughts. But my ranking still stays the same in terms of the original six. Uh, yeah, I saw Attack of the Clones in theaters when I was 12 years old. And that I walked out of the theater that day, and I said, Star Wars sucks. And so I just had absolutely no interest in seeing Revenge of the Sith when it came out. And then it kind of became a thing where it went so long that I hadn't seen it. I was like, yeah, fuck that movie. I'm not going to watch it ever. And then you said, hey, you're going to watch it now. Yeah, I didn't really give you a choice. Right when you said that to me, I was like, uh, well, okay, backstory. I guess me and James were talking before we started uh, doing a podcast today, as we always do. And then I was still thinking about what we were going to cover today. I actually wasn't sure. I was just like, I was just going to wing it. Usually with James, I just kind of wing it because we're just like, all right, let's just see what we're in the mood for. And then we watch something. So we're going to do that. And then James... I don't know how, oh, I showed him the new, or not the new, but I've had these Star Wars, like these wooden posters forever of the original trilogy, and I put them up on my wall, and I put some lights around it, because I told James I was going to do something like that, and then uh, we started talking about Star Wars a little bit, and then he told me that he'd never seen Revenge of the Sith in protest. Yep, yep, it kind of became, it kind of became that, yeah, uh, because Attack of the Clones was so bad. Which it still is, but it, it is. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not a big fan yeah. of the newer Star Wars movies, but um, even after watching, um, what was it, Return of the Jedi? Or yeah, Return of the Jedi. No, fuck. What is the new Return of the Skywalker or whatever? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I don't. I don't fucking care, dude. I don't care. All the names are bad. <laughs> it's so bad. All the names. They're named really bad. <laughs> it's it should be the smallest issue. And it kind of still is with the newer trilogy, <laughs> but it's such a huge issue. Like, they're all named terribly. The Force Awakens is just, all right, that that should have been, like, the tagline for the first yeah. movie. Like, the first movie coming back, like, hey, the Force is awakening. 
I forget the the direction, but someone on like Twitter had said something about how if you rotated all of the titles like one space, they actually make more sense with what that movie is about. I can't remember if you rotate them one forward or one backward, mm-hmm. but uh, even like Mark Hamill like got in on this guy making the tweet, and he's like, "Yeah, you're totally right." <laughs> It's probably pushing the four. I'd, I'd guess probably the Force Awakens onto the Last Jedi. The Last Jedi being the last one, and then Return or Rise of Skywalker, the first one. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yep, yep. Just thinking about that right now, and just like thinking <laughs> about the plot of each movie, that makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah, and I don't even want to like. Yeah, all those names are so stupid. They make no sense at all, and then also they just feel like they're trying to rip off the original trilogy while somehow making it way worse, which I guess is yeah. kind of the plot of The Force Awakens. It's kind of the whole thing. They're just ripping off right. the originals and just kind of kind of throwing it out. Like A lot of people think Force Awakens is really good, and I do agree that it, as, as like looking at the whole trilogy, it's the best one, and it's kind of setting up what could have been good. But what came after just makes it terrible. And it's just like, it could have been good, but it in turn turned terrible because of what happened after. <laughs> so it's just that new series is just all bad. But at, at, in terms of uh, Star Wars movies in general, like Attack of the Clones is easily the worst ever. And I would still rather watch the Disney movies before Attack of the Clones. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. Should we should we go through our rankings? Yeah, let's go through our rankings of the originals, and then we could try to do it from um, uh, of all of them, or at least all of them that you've seen. I'm after. doing all of them. Oh, everything? Yep. Let's do the original six first, and then let's do okay. it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't fine. have that ready. The original six or the original nine? The original six. I don't want to put those in yet. Give me a second. <laughs> I have to. Just do the original six. <laughs> and then do it, okay? And then do it. Okay, it's fine. Okay. Rogue One's number one. Out of everything. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So I know it's not in the original six, but Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars anything. Okay. Uh, so then, original six, five, six, four, three, one, two. Okay, so you're going to put three ahead of Phantom Menace after watching it. So you yep. like, oh, you're pretty, pretty much right in the middle. Actually, yeah. I, I did enjoy it more than Phantom Menace. Okay, well, I mean, your original six is really close to mine. Mine is definitely uh, Empire, Return... A New Hope, mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, um, fucking the the one we just Revenge, yep. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, and then Attack of the Clones is always going to be right on the bottom. Yep. I always I actually think I used to put Phantom Menace even higher, um, but then I I just was thinking today about like how annoying it is that Padme is like given given the uh, the the weird attention to Anakin when he's like seven and that part of the movie always kind of bugs me but you also have you know I mean you have Qui-Gon Jinn you got fucking Taken in Star Wars before it was Taken oh man Qui-Gon even his character is I in my opinion super super fucking underrated like he's so cool he represents a different side of the Jedi that we don't really get from anyone else and even cooler now, like Liam Neeson has become such a thing, but Qui-Gon was a very different character than anything else that Liam Neeson does. Like Qui-Gon is kind of this like super forward thinking, like hippie Jedi. And then like, you know, he's, he's not like 
he's badass, but in badass in a very different way than like taking Liam Neeson, you know? Oh, bro, Liam Neeson just did the marksman, and immediately when the movie ended, I projectile vomited. <laughs> That's something that actually happened. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Bum, bum, bum. But that's for another day. Uh, <laughs> that story will come. <laughs> anyway, though, the yeah, I mean, I fucking love The Phantom Menace, even though a lot of people hate it. The biggest issue for me is easily that relationship between a, like, actual, like, queen and then a child. That's odd. Yeah, I think somebody, I, I saw somewhere on TikTok or something that somebody kind of, like, did the math and like the age difference isn't as bad as what it seems like it is, but I don't know. It's it's a little weird. I'm looking at the physicality of it. I look at Natalie Portman, and then uh, I can't remember that kid's <laughs> name that played Anakin in Phantom Menace. Right. But it's just like I look at them, and I'm like, no, no, no. There should not be any any kind of romance between these two humans. No, like, I don't care how old you say he is. I don't care if he's 14, he looks like that. Like, I'm just, I'm not into it, all right? Like, I'm not vibing with that. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. It's such a problem. But yeah, I don't mind Jar Jar that much. And then, like, Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace also has um, fucking Darth Maul. I mean, it yeah. has pod racing, which pod racing is, like, the coolest part of that movie. And honestly, one of my favorite part of, like, any of the Star Wars movies in general. I fucking love the pod races. Pod racing's cooler than Quidditch. Get at me. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. The only thing Attack of the Clones has is uh, I like it when he goes to the sand village and he kills the sand people. And that's it. That's the yeah. only thing I like in Attack of the Clones. I watched it right after I watched um, uh, uh, Rise of Return, the one that should have been The Last Jedi, <laughs> the ninth one, <laughs> the ninth fucking bullshit one um right after i watched it i was so upset like i left the theater just like just crushed i was just like well yeah that's it that's the end of this trilogy and that is how this went i will say as much as i hate two nine is still the bottom of my total list oh okay we'll get to that in a second yeah yeah yeah. so yep. but yeah not nine <laughs> it, it's so bad like last jedi was fucking terrible and then Return of the... Fuck, what is it called again? I hate these names. They just... Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker is such a piece of shit. Like, it's just... It's not even it's like... so bad. I don't even know if it's worse than The Last Jedi. Like, they're both just so fucking bad. But I think it is worse. I think it is worse. It's the ending. <laughs> Do you remember the ending of it? When there's just like, oh, we have 10,000 Star Destroyers here. And I'm like... Wait, what? Oh, I remember the ending of it. I'm sorry, what? Where have you been hiding these 10,000 Star Destroyers, and why is the galaxy not already yours? Like, yep. what else What else do I need to know? You remember what one? How, how threatening one Star Destroyer was back in the day? You're telling me now you just had 10,000 hiding, just sitting around, and it's just, it's just all fun and games? <laughs> that is so bullshit, dude. Like, it makes me angrier than I've ever been in my life. But then... Right after I watched, this is what I'm getting to. Right after, I went back to my friend's house and I said, "Let's watch Attack of the Clones right now." Yeah, because there is no way that it is worse than the movie I just watched like ten minutes ago. Yeah, and we watched Attack of the Clones, and I wanted to fucking kill myself. <laughs> I like had I had the worst time of my life, and I was like, "Wow, you know." I thought I thought like I was starting to question myself. I was like, "Maybe I misjudged myself. Yeah. Maybe." attack isn't that bad and i'm just remembering it wrong and then it it ruined it ruined like my month 
I think I think that's where I am right now. Is is in because I haven't seen Attack in so long. I'm thinking like there's no way that it's worse than Rise of Skywalker. Dude, I'm here to tell you as someone who tested it immediately after watching <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker, it is without a doubt the worst Star Wars that does and ever will exist like nothing can ever <laughs> nothing can beat that like nothing can get me to that feeling of disgust like watching anakin and padme frolic through some grass while they're having a picnic <laughs> while there is an entire space war going on oh i do remember that part that is the one thing for me like i mean there's so much more in that movie that gets me bad like dude little fucking stupid ass oh my god Boba Fett, like just seeing Boba Fett younger in that movie, <laughs> it, it hurts me. It hurts me. Like it, it's like I didn't want to see him unmasked, and I definitely didn't want to see him in that state. Man, I can't wait to see you watch Mandalorian. Uh, we're not here to talk about it. Mandalorian's really good, we're, but we're not. We're talking about movies right now, and specifically Revenge of the <laughs> Sith because I haven't seen it. But okay, give me give me your overall list. We're starting with nine, or no, or ending with nine, and starting with Rogue One. Yes, yes. Uh, so it's Rogue One, five, six. You're gonna hate me. After six is eight, which is uh, last the Jedi. The last Jedi. The last Jedi. You actually should just hang up this Zoom call right now. Like I'm, a, you know what? Actually, no. I'm gonna let this keep going. You can talk and you can have your opinion, but I just want you to know that I don't trust like. I don't ever want you to send me a movie recommendation again. Perfect. And that's it. Like, it's fine. You can eat. It's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, and it's fine. It's fine. And and I also think that I, I should say that, like, in general, I'm still not a Star Wars fan. I really, really like Rogue One is pretty much is pretty much where my fandom ends. Uh, so I really, really, really like eight. Uh, then is four, then is, I actually, this is where I kind of have a tie is, uh, three, what we just watched and solo to me, they're both kind of, kind of right in the same arena. Okay. Now I, I'm not, I don't think anyone would be like too upset about that. I know there are people that really, really like three. I feel like some people just really, really hated solo and I was just sort of like, "Eh, it was fine. I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it's that bad. Like, I think it wasn't the best, but I don't think it's that bad. It's fine to me. Um, and then one, seven, two, and then nine. But with the information that you just gave me, maybe nine is still better than two. Maybe. But I'm really mad at nine. The only thing I'm really confused about is, oh, why do you like The Last Jedi? Uh, I hate a lot of things about The Last Jedi. I hate a lot of things about it. Uh, the things that I like about it are what it does for, like... You're treading on thin fucking ice right now, bud. I like what it does for the lore of the Jedi specifically. There's are, There are tons of events in The Last Jedi that I hate. You're talking about how Luke Skywalker fucked himself in the ass? Yes, but I'm talking about how... Yoda lets the tree of knowledge burn. I'm talking about how they, in my eyes, were setting up Ray to potentially try to be someone who finds a balance between, you know, the light side and the dark side and this whole like gray Jedi fan theory that was out there 
and like not everything in the world has to be black and white and that's how we have to evolve as human beings and that's all set up in the last jedi and they're like nope never mind good guys bad guys that's it <laughs> okay i i get what you're saying but it's not like it it's not computing with like i i get i get that those things exist but i don't get what's enjoyable <laughs> oh because i hate the jedi I know you. I know you. You made that very clear during our watching of this. You were just like, "I hate the yeah, Jedi." Fuck the Jedi. The Jedi suck. And then you're just like, "Jedi is Christianity. The light side is Christianity, and it sucks, and it's not good for the world." And then, would you say the dark side was? Uh, the dark side's capitalism. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I don't think there's much else going on. <laughs> so I think the. I know it's like bad to just conform, but I think in this situation the options are limited. I think like. I think the only thing you're going to find aside from the light or the dark side is like space Eskimos or like the equivalent or something. That's and what I want. That's what I want. Okay. I just want to be a space Eskimo. Okay. If you want to do that, then I think you're probably on the good That's side. That's probably of what this. the Wookiees are, right? I just want to be a fucking Wookiee, man. Like, or even an Ewok. Look, I was going to say that you could just go live your little, your little space um, Eskimo life or whatever, Ewok life, but... <laughs> You're prone to getting your planet like blown up at any time because of the other happenings, and every time that will be by the dark side. Oh, but the problem with fucking so much of these six movies, the quote-unquote Skywalker saga, if you just kill all the goddamn Skywalkers, there wouldn't be any issues. You just really don't like the Jedi. You don't like that the Jedi. You really don't like that the Jedi have personal lives. Um, that's, eh, it's kind of the opposite. It's kind of the opposite. I really don't like that they're an organized, like, fucking, like, religion, basically. I don't like that they have political power because they're space wizards. I don't like that. Mm. I love Star Wars whenever the Force is, like, really mystical and a lot, most people don't believe in it. That's why I love Rogue One, because there's not really any jedi stuff happening so you like rogue one because there are no answers in that movie specifically it's just all yes up in the air <laughs> yes 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 i love that about everything i don't want answers so what you're saying is you just want to be ignorant to everything you just want to like live your happy-go-lucky jolly life no i just want thing <laughs> i want people to be able to find gray areas in their questions and be okay with questions not being answered how do you feel about donnie darko I hate Donnie Darko. <laughs> this is so baffling to me. I hate it so much. The stuff that's happening right now in your words are just. <laughs> are just <laughs> I'm trying to find holes. Let me let me find let me find other ways to contradict myself. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Give me give me a few more things because you've already you've already fucking buried yourself. But I would like to like really just pat the top of this with the shovel. I hate. I just hate. I hate. I hate the Jedi. I think they they're the worst part of Star Wars. The Jedi ruined Star Wars. Okay, well, let me let me try to give my list now. So, all the side stories, if I remember right, at this point we have what? We have Solo, Rogue One. I feel like I'm missing something, though. Uh, unless you count, like, Mandalorian or the animated series. Okay, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to count the holiday special. Um, <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. I feel like, is there, no, are we still waiting on the other uh, side story? Is it an Obi-Wan? I don't know right? if they ever confirmed it. There were talks of a bunch of different things, but I stopped following it. I feel like they probably put on hold because of coronavirus or some shit. Oh, probably. 
Okay, as it stands, I mean, I'm still staying with the beginning. I'm still going uh, Empire, Return. Um, I feel like I'd still stay with A New Hope too, honestly. Yeah, A New Hope, and then Rogue One. I actually really, really thoroughly enjoy Rogue One too. A lot of people are kind of iffy on that too, but I, I know. Um, and then I'd go Phantom Menace, and then I would go Solo. Actually, wait, no, no, no. I'd go the holiday special and then solo. <laughs> um, Even though I haven't seen the holiday special, I think that putting them next to each other sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so I'm missing the Disney and then just Attack of the Clones, right? Yep. Yeah, so I think I would... I think... Uh, okay, so it's been a while since I've seen um, Last Jedi and... Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if I'll ever really see them again. Um, so I feel like I would go seven. Uh, so um, or, uh, a new Jedi. Just, just a, like a seven, Jedi eight, nine. Tip, uh, no, I think. Wait, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, seven, eight, nine, two. Probably. Well, oh, that's hard. I can't remember which one. I remember like after it was still kind of fresh that I'd seen the Last Jedi, and I remembered which one I hated more. But I can't remember now. I feel like I might have actually hated The Last Jedi more than I don't remember. I, right, I, I am Rise of Skywalker. these fucking names. What was Seven again? Force Awakens. There we go. I've only said yes. that more than I've said the other one. Cool. Um, Yeah, I think as of right now, I'm going to go seven, eight, nine, two, but eight and nine are very interchangeable. <laughs> I also I also love eight because it let I felt like it was it was the first time since the original trilogy that they let Star Wars just be really fucking weird and kind of gross. Like whenever fucking Luke squirts that fucking titty in his mouth (laughs) and I'm like, yes, like there was weird shit in the original trilogy and you like polished all this stuff up later on. Like this is the fucking weird Star Wars shit that I like. I don't know, man. I have no saving grace for that. Like I have nothing <laughs> to relate to you with. Not even the blue milk titty. That's right up your alley. You love that shit. No, that's fine, but it's not redeeming enough for me to even give that movie more than half a star. Now, I do say that one of I have two major problems with that movie. Oh, you're talking about the Finn scene, right? Please tell me that's one of your issues. Which which one? Which one? Uh, when he's supposed to uh, save a lot of things, and uh, what's her face comes in and uh, stops oh, him yeah, yeah, from yeah. saving a lot of things, and then um, it made no sense, and then um, why did that happen? Um, and then um, <laughs> yeah, that that's hmm. stupid. Uh, I think that all, all the hate for Rose as a character, I think, is Dude, misplaced because I actually like Rose, uh, but the that part is really dumb. Most of actually most of my issues with the last Jedi revolve around the those what are they called? They're not re- called a rebellion anymore. Don't they have a new name now? Um, the the Angry Birds. The Angry Birds. Yes, it's mostly about the Angry Birds. Like like they're doing all the wrong things in the last Jedi. Dude, they were doing wrong things for the whole trilogy. 
I forget her name now. That second in command chick to Leia after Leia does her little spacewalk thing, and she's the one who's in charge now. She's terrible. She's stupid. The dumbest character ever. Like there was the whole thing of like she had this plan all along, but she didn't tell anybody. And it's like that's just stupid. Like if you're a leader and you have a fucking plan, you tell your people the plan so we can execute said goddamn plan. You fucking moron. Who does that? Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, and the girl's name I was thinking of was fucking Rose Tico. God, that name lives in infamy. Rose is good. It's not Rose's fault. No, it's not her fault, but it's just like her character. There's nothing you can do with that character <laughs> after what fucking Ryan Johnson did to, that, to her. Like, <laughs> dude, he, he, he cucked her so fucking hard. Yeah. Straight up. That's true. That's true. And so, and, and then, dude, by the time, by the time, fucking, uh, what is it called again? Return of the Skywalker. <laughs> yep, that's what we're calling Rise, it. Rise of Skywalker. No, Return of the Skywalker. Return to Skinwalker Ranch. By the time Return to Skinwalker Ranch comes out, like her character's just dead. Like she, like kind of like just looks at the camera once, is like, "Hi guys," and then they're like, "All right, you're done. You're good." Well, that was also because everybody. That's also because all the fucking knobs on twitter hated her they're all like they're all like fuck her and he's like well we can't we already signed her contract we gotta at least put her in the movie yeah, <laughs> and she's so just like doing some random shit in the background it's just so fucked dude like that whole situation like <laughs> there's just so many things that make me mad i just hey you know what makes me mad the fact that i just looked at the last jedi on imdb and it has a seven yeah i fucking hate that movie the last Jedi. You just said you liked. No, it. wait. Sorry, I got that one mixed up with Rise of Skywalker again. Look, man. Because <laughs> they need to change the names. The fact that you, let's just let's not talk about that. So we watched Revenge of the Sith right now. Number three. And I'm gonna go ahead and say that for anyone that's, I know I'm just getting around to the fact that this isn't technically a horror movie. I get out of all the Star Wars movies, this one is the most horror. Agreed. And that's my pass, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. There's some brutal ass shit in this movie. Yeah, we're all on board. And I have a kill count, and I will say that I didn't go like straight every kill because there's a lot of like robot deaths and like yeah. one off deaths and stuff. So I did like the point of interest kills, you know? So I have Ooh. like a specific. You're saying kill that count. clones aren't people too? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that clone <laughs> lives don't matter whatsoever, and I'm not interested in them. But what I am interested in is talking about what what you thought of this you know this is going to be an interesting one uh i think we could both agree right off the bat that george lucas cannot direct a movie nope and i think it this whole like prequel thing really showed like you know phantom menace pretty fucking good i no issues with the uh, directing there new yeah. hope and i think it, it's kind of a pattern because a new hope i feel like it was good that he directed that and then he didn't direct empire he didn't direct uh return and then there we go you know yeah, it's it's really it's it's a strange thing to see him obviously do a new hope and then realize, hey, maybe I shouldn't direct the next two films that I'm writing. And then, OK, sure, you came back and did your own for uh, Phantom Menace because it had been, you know, a long time and you're kind of kickstarting the franchise again. You would think he would said, hey, let someone direct someone else direct the next two, just like you did the first time. And you probably should have. <laughs> I really wish you did. I mean, like, three is a saving grace in comparison to two. But it is. Now, like, rewatching it, I mean, you know, I want, I, tr I even try to defend him before I turn this on 
and showed you. <laughs> but it's n- I'm not one to very often say like, hey, you should just totally, completely replace this person for the next movie and just act like you never replaced them and just give them the same role this other person was playing. But Hayden Christensen in Revenge of the Sith, you got to go, man. It's bad, bro. You got, like, you got to just remove him from the movie and then replace it <laughs> with any other actor. Yeah. And then maybe it, it would bump it up like a star for me. Because actually, this used to be... I used to rate this a lot higher. And just after staring at his face for a little while and listening to the way that he, like, presents himself and the lines that he utters, I'm just, like, it, it kind of took me out a little bit. It's so stiff. He's just like a cardboard cutout of a person. Yeah, it's he's not... At, <laughs> Did you believe anything he said ever? Like, did you put yourself in his shoes ever? Not a single word. He's supposed to be the most, like, Im- like impassioned and, like, relatable character. Like, we're supposed to kind of relate to his battle and his, you know, his tornness between these two worlds and light and dark. Like, you're supposed to feel that but I don't I don't believe that he understands anything that's going on around him. I don't even think he read the script. I think he ad-libbed everything. <laughs> he just like tried to catch the mood of what was going on and then he didn't know how, so he was just like, I'm just gonna say shit, get through the day. The his writing specifically is very, very, very stiff. It is for sure. I mean, like the scripts obviously weren't incredibly well thought out in this one for yeah. sure i mean like i guess the last two i mean again i think george you should have just set it up with phantom giving it to yep. someone else but uh yep. yeah it's pretty stiff but hayden just really brings a new energy to it with his lego hair dude his hair so fuck like you it's true <laughs> you could literally just take it off and paste it back on <laughs> it kind of gives me like uh, a different worldly Kevin Bacon and Tremors kind of vibe. Oh yeah, for sure. Like just one of those haircuts that you're just like, are you sure that's your hair? Are you sure that's real, bro? It, there's there's almost some precedent for this though. It seems like the Skywalker men tend to have rough haircuts. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Mark Hamill back in the day, dude. Yeah, and then even young Anakin with his fucking bowl cut. Like, <laughs> well, I guess the Disney trilogy kind of broke that. Does anyone have a bad haircut? Oh, wait, wait. Adam Driver. And he's a Skywalker. Yep. Adam Driver. (laughs) Skywalker males have terrible hair. We've cracked the code. I get it now. See, you know what? (laughs) Everyone should have known when Force Awakens came out. They should have, like, put... Someone should have put that together and been like, wait a second. That haircut. Are you a Skywalker? It's fucking... It's not too far off from Hayden Christensen's hair in this one. Pretty fucking on point, and I just a little bit longer, dude. Somebody, somebody, fucking chicks are gonna be so pissed about what we just said. They'll be like, "Fuck it, Adam Driver, uh, dude." I, <laughs> I do not get the hype for him. Like, he is not a pretty man. No, he is an ugly motherfucker. He's so not like I like Adam Driver. I think he's cool, but like I love him. But I'm not. He's, Some of the comedy that he's stuff's done since Star Wars is yeah. fucking gold. Yeah, dude, he's a cool guy, but. He's not an attractive guy, and I don't get, no. like, everyone is just saying, like, I get it, you know, like, he's attractive because he's funny and he's this and that, but, like, just say that. Like, everyone's just like, oh, my God, this is the hottest man living right now, and I'm like, no, I, eh, no. that's no. that's just not, that's not the no. case. It's not the case. Like, he's always going to look like fucking, um, fucking JT from Grandma's Boy to me. 
no matter what. <laughs> so it's like, no, he's not he's not hot, guys. Let's, let's just be real. Like, if you've seen Grandma's Boy, maybe that's the thing. If you've seen Grandma's Boy, he's probably not hot to you. If you've seen Grandma's Boy and he's still hot to you, I don't know what to <laughs> fucking say. Like, <laughs> I do not know what to tell you. Have you uh, have you seen that interview where they're asking a bunch of people from the new trilogy, like what if they could go back and play any character, either in the movies that they have been in or the old movies, like who would they pick? And like it goes through like almost everybody, and they're all like, "Oh, it'd be really cool to be Kylo Ren," and everyone says Kylo and Kylo Ren. They get to Adam Driver, and he's like, "Uh, I don't know, maybe Jabba the Hutt." <laughs> I mean, dude, Jabba, Jabba would be so fun to be. You just get to sit there and just like, ah, fuck you, idiot. I'm just saying, like, that's why Adam Driver's fucking awesome. Because everybody else, everybody else wanted to be Kylo Ren, and he's like, ah, I just want to be Jabba. That's all that I really want. You know what's really fun about, like, the Disney trilogy? Uh, just going through and, like, finding, uh, like, different clips of Mark Hamill just subtly saying that it's the worst piece of shit that he's ever been involved in. <laughs> There's so many clips of, of, like, people just saying, like, so how do you really feel about it? He's just like, um, okay. <laughs> uh, I think he was more excited about uh, Mandalorian Season 2 than he was any of the Disney movies. Mark Hamill is, he's, he's a gem. He's a gem. He will always be a champion of the people. Like, no matter how fucking famous he gets, like, he is us. Oh, dude, in real life and everything, like, that guy is just fucking awesome. Like, yeah. he is a good person through and through. And again, mm-hmm. fuck you, Disney, for shitting on my mans. <laughs> and fuck you, Disney, for making James think that The Last Jedi was okay after what you did to my <laughs> mans, Mark Hamill. It's just, it's, it's a curse, really. It's a curse. It's a curse. But anyway, we're not talking about that. But what about that time he was there, but then he wasn't really there? No, I'm just kidding. That part of the movie sucked. That made me really angry. (laughs) It was just so, like, it was supposed to be climactic, and it was so anticlimactic. I was like, whoa. I've seen that in, like, Naruto, like, in the first episode, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. I don't fucking care about this. I don't even care. I'm angry. That, that that was only cool and hot topic for sure. It's fucking ridiculous. I just okay. So we got we got our Star Wars background out. We got the fact that James didn't watch this. Let's talk about the fact that this was an end of a Star Wars era for a long time, possibly forever. Yep. And George Lucas put like a, a five dollar video editor transition in between every single scene. That's what he doesn't. That's what all of them are, though. That's what all of them are. I know, but these ones were especially bad. These ones were especially bad. I think that's true. There's something about these that were worse. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the like if it was a different pack he used or something like in his editor. But like in the originals, obviously, it all would have been real film dissolves, which is like cool. Uh, and then obviously from Phantom Menace on, it's probably all digital. Cause I don't think any of the new ones were shot on film either. But it's just this one specifically it I felt like it also did a lot of like shape dissolves that you wouldn't be able to do on film. 
instead of just like a swipe, it would be like a bunch of shapes. And it's like, why? Well, the issue is that even the circle transitions, like where it's just a circle going in or out, like even those uh-huh. looked just shitty. And I don't know if it was like the blur that they had around the circle or something yeah. that just made it look off, but it just didn't feel right. And then, yeah, there was one point where there was like four squares. Like, yeah, that's the one that was really bad. Yeah, it was like, why the fuck are you doing this, dude? Like, this is supposed to be like... <laughs> a really like structured story like you're going from like it i don't know i at this point like i feel like this is gonna sound so weird and this is like i don't this is probably gonna resonate with no one but right now in my head it sounds fine i almost want like my star wars transitions to feel like a novella (laughs) (laughs) you like does that make sense like it does i don't want star wars in itself to feel like a novella but i want like the transitions to kind of just like go like boo okay this is happening boom this is happening boom this yeah. is happening like i want to just swipe by it i don't want to focus on what the transition is i don't want it to be something cool i want it to just happen <laughs> i think that that's kind of a major problem with this film in particular and it might be an issue with um you know lucas also directing it is every scene i feel like not every scene but every like important scene that's like going to be dramatic with a lot of dialogue in it could have been like a minute and a half shorter just by cutting off some of this excess shit that they kept putting in to the beginning there was this one specifically i think it's the first time that anakin goes to talk with padme and it's like going into her little room or wherever the fuck apartment. Well, I don't know wherever she's staying. And it like has this really long, like camera slowly coming down and into the room. And then like Anakin's first line is something completely pointless. Like it, it, and then it happens again whenever he sees her on that fucking lava planet or whatever, like she comes in and he runs out to her and he's like, I saw your ship and then like he runs to her and then the scene begins. It's like, we didn't need the, I saw your ship. Then he runs to her. You could have just started with them talking. I just don't understand why all that shit's in there. (laughs) I don't think, and it's based off of like, I think George Lucas like makes cool worlds, but like his writing is just weird. And then I feel like he doesn't know how to be a human human exactly everyone feels like they're fucking robots <laughs> like like he doesn't understand what uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna quote dennis from always sunny in philadelphia he doesn't understand what the implication is <laughs> you know like you can you can imply that something's happening and us as an audience we can interpret that we get, and we understand it. it and move on like you don't need to fucking spoon feed me like okay the other day you were in like my twitch stream where i was playing games and you said something about like i was playing outlast oh, and i was yeah. like where the fuck do i go and you were like i want to be spoon fed and for me i'm the same way like in a video game like a story video game if i don't know where to go i'm like i don't fucking care i'm not trying to figure this shit out i just want to keep moving in the story and see what's happening and fight or whatever the fuck yeah because spoon because you me. hid some random item in a fucking box in this one specific closet like i don't i don't need you to halt my progress because of that like halt my progress because there's a really hard boss or something else like Exactly. Exactly. Like, that's another thing. In the video games, there's an implication that I don't fucking need that. I assume that I got whatever I need and I am now going somewhere else and I'm fighting something. Like, I like games that just move forward and move on. Dude, that's why that, that like, uh, 
that kind of mid 2000s era of FPS games were so great. Like Bioshock. If you get turned around in Bioshock, you hit a button. There's a glowing arrow that says, no, this is where you needed to go next. Yes. I love <laughs> games that have like that little glowing area or like literally like I think what I said to you, I was like, I want a fucking yellow brick road like paved out in front of me. Like if you like games that literally have that thing where they pretty much just give you a glowing trail of where to go yep. next. If you get lost, I'm like. I don't fucking care. That's why I've never like, and this this is gonna hurt Nintendo fans, and I am a big Nintendo <laughs> fan, but I've never been a big fan of Zelda games because I don't fucking like puzzles. I don't like yeah. puzzles. I don't like. I get that. I don't like figuring shit out. I don't like being halted when I'm trying to play a game. I'm trying to consistently have fun. That's like even when I play like shooters. Like some people, like I can only play like uh, the fucking shooter I play with like people that are very active and like ready to fight all the time because i'm like i don't want to fucking like go harvest materials i don't want to like do anything else i'm like i just want to go yeah. fight people like because otherwise it's not fun to me because i'm just fucking running around or doing shit or looking for shit for like 10 minutes i'm like no i want to like fight that's fun <laughs> to me if i lose whatever i fucking lose i'm just gonna yeah. get better but i want to fucking fight but then in movies it's kind of the opposite it's kind of the exact opposite almost i mean sometimes it's i guess the same too but it's like yeah it's like the difference of, and I know you said you hate Donnie Darko, but this is just a good example, but like <laughs> watching the Donnie Darko original cut versus the director's cut, like for some people, you know, they like getting that spoon fed stuff and like, you know, getting everything, but also watching the original cut and not getting spoon fed is also really fun, but it's like, right. You know, sometimes you get the implication, sometimes you need more. And this right here, when it's, when it comes to Hayden Christensen saying, Oh, look at that. <laughs> There's a bird on that tree. Shut the fuck up, dude. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. And like some of that, some of that just needed edited out. It just, it just needed cut. Well, we, when you look at like, I mean, pretty much every Star Wars movie, they're all over two hours. They're all, they're all just yeah. about like in the guise of like two, I think the shortest one is like two hours, like five minutes or something, or at least in the mm -hmm. original uh, uh, six. But like, they're all about like two hours, 15, two hours, like 22, 23, something like that. This one's like two hours, 22 minutes. And it's yeah. like, I, I can't tell you how long the other ones could be if you cut out some stuff, but I could tell you this one could be 20 minutes shorter if you just cut out or Hayden Christensen saying <laughs> stupid little one-off comments to people that have no relevance. Yep. And that's one annoying thing about this. Like, I, I do really <laughs> enjoy this movie, but yeah. it does really annoy me when I look at that shit. Yeah, that's probably its 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 biggest flaw. The, the clunky dialogue. Hayden Christensen. No, it's not the and clunky the dialogue. It's Hayden dialogue. Christensen. Hayden, Christ Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Right. Hayden because Christensen. that's what's crazy is that you know from what kind of we talked about and how some of it can come off as clunky and stuff, but then you have Natalie Portman and you have Ewan McGregor just fucking selling it. Yeah. With the same dialogue, like, and they're making it work. And that's the biggest issue. Like, they are saying nothing, too. It's not like they are getting these great lines and Hayden Christensen right. is getting fucked in this. Like, they're literally just saying, like, hey, look at that tree over there. Oh, my God, you killed them. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> but they're actually doing it with some depiction, some emotion, like anything. Anything that Hayden Christensen does not have, they're using. And they're using it to their full advantage. You will try. Is that something he said? Yeah. When did he say that? Because I have like there was a few just things that I that he wrote that I wrote down that he said, and I felt like for a second I was like, wait, I'm not gonna be able to like depict this the way that he did. But now that I'm thinking about it, he does not depict it the way that you did that right now. I thought Hayden Christensen was on this Zoom call. I thought he was here. I thought I was talking to him. I was like, Hayden, where are you, friend? 
Yeah, that's uh, that's in the that's in the uh, Obi Wan fight. That's I what forget I forget exactly. Obi Wan says he's gonna do something, and you will try. Uh, let's. I'm just. It's like the. Uh, it's. Hang on. It's Twin Peaks Day, so I got to make this reference. Uh, whenever Hayden Christensen talks in this movie, it's like the midget guy in Twin Peaks that talks backwards. <laughs> okay, so I didn't watch Twin Peaks, but that sounds like a funny little dude. <laughs> I'll send you a clip. You're gonna love it. But okay, I want to talk about other people that didn't sell it in this. Okay. First off, I'm going to go in order of introduction. Uh, Count Dooku, Christopher Lee, you did not do good, bud. Uh, I love Christopher Lee. Like, just his face is so good. But Dooku's a hard character because the character sucks. And I don't know if anybody can do it good. It's really bad. Like, I mean, (laughs) Count Dooku as a concept, I don't hate him. But as, like, as a Sith Lord... He's weak as fuck. Like he's just bore. Like he's not that exciting in general. So he's really boring. He's he's definitely there to fill a narrative role. Yes, and that's pretty much it. And not only is he boring, he is so much more boring live action. That's true because I don't think he's that boring in Clone Wars. He's not. Like he's he's kind of boring, <laughs> but he's definitely not even near this level. Like he's yeah. kind of fun. But he's fucking, he's the worst. Like, when he was on the screen, I was like, uh, you know what you guys should do? Chop his head off. <laughs> it, it turned out great for me. <laughs> Happened so soon. I was really caught off guard by that. Yeah, I can't believe you've went the past, what? Wow, you went the past 16 years without knowing that happened. That's actually a really, like, yeah. that's a really iconic scene in my mind. When I think about Star Wars, that's something I think about. Like, obviously, 16 years ago, I was, what, fucking, uh, like, seven or some shit? I was yeah. probably, like, I was, like, seven, eight max when I saw this in theaters. Um, and it was fucking awesome. I was, like, that was, this was the movie that made me really like Star Wars. Because I remember watching the other ones before, and it was, like, you know, obviously, I was, like, seven or eight, watching A New Hope was really fucking boring and that was the only one Tough. that I was ever yeah. really introduced to. I I did see Empire Strikes Back pretty early on and I loved Empire, but for the longest time I didn't know that was Star Wars. I was just like, "Oh, cool snow movie." It was kind of right. like what I thought about the thing. I was like, "Oh, cool snow movie," but I didn't know which <laughs> or which. I thought they were the same movie for a long time. <laughs> I can see that. Especially when you're young like they just seemed the same to me. I was like, "Okay, yeah, cool snow movie. That's fine." Um but uh what was I getting? Uh, I lost my train of thought. Um the fuck was i saying i don't know shit (laughs) uh something about oh well i saw it in theaters and this was the movie that made me like really like star wars aside from empire strikes back i was like it's yeah it's fucking really cool i was like this dude got his head chopped off with two lightsabers just like bam it was cool see his head rolling and everything yeah which again very kind of horror start to this yeah it really was and yeah, I I didn't actually know that Anakin killed Count Dooku. I definitely didn't know he did it within the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Uh, I figured if that were to happen, it was gonna happen in like the last third of the movie. But uh, it, he kind of comes out swinging, and then also Obi Wan just kind of like lets it slide. Like obviously he wasn't there, and so like I mean he was like knocked out or whatever. So but like, he does acknowledge it. He's like, oh, you killed Kao Dooku. It's like, whoa, like, shouldn't you have a couple more questions about that? No? Like, 
the funniest thing was when he's like saying that like they're kind of like going back in their group and he's like yeah you know you had a big day Anakin I'm kind of mad at you a little bit like you did this you did this thing you killed Kanduku you killed this you killed that and he just kind of like rolls over it yeah <laughs> it was kind of like one time uh name omitted but one of my friends like I hadn't <laughs> talked to her in like a month and then she's like I'm on a FaceTime with her and we're talking about like what happened recently she's like yeah so you know I did this recently I did that I did this I'm back with my abusive ex I did this and that and I'm like wait roll that back I'm like you're <laughs> right. you're what now I'm like yeah, that's not something you just roll over and that's how I felt right then when Obi-Wan was like yeah you killed Dooku and then you did this I was like wait those aren't comparable yeah I think that uh, little things like that though and some of the other little details in this movie that we it, it kind of got me talking a lot while we were watching it about how it it starts to show some of the cracks in the foundation of the Jedi and that like we typically accept them as just the good guys but like they the council does have an agenda like what I think is really cool about this movie is that uh, Palpatine doesn't really ever lie to Anakin the only thing he really lies about is probably Padme and like that how that situation is going to play out I will say biggest lie yeah <laughs> a lot of the like other seeds that he's planting aren't necessarily lies like it's it's one of those things like it depends on how you look at the situation or whatever but yeah I mean should the Jedi be able to move in and have political power and you know have the say whenever they're not really like a political faction and like maybe they shouldn't get to say how people live their lives but also the empire shouldn't either but all those little nuggets you know he's like he's like planting all these seeds of sort of like distrust and it's like you're not totally wrong and then even obi-wan whenever they say something about someone's like oh you you need to be careful because the sith lord or whatever and obi-wan kind of gets cocky and he's like oh that's what we do and it's like oh, what you do is just run around murdering Sith Lords? Like, I know they're bad, but, like, just flat-out murdering them is not cool, too, right? Like, Well, everything you're saying is really cool because I actually agree with everything. Like, I, <laughs> I, I do think that that's one of the coolest parts of this movie, too, because it gives you a different perspective to the original trilogy. If you want to, like, obviously there's people who are like, ignore the prequels, it's not anything, blah, blah, blah. But right. if you're someone who chooses to acknowledge Jesus' movies, which I think is worth it, except for Attack of the Clones, don't acknowledge that, it's not real. But <laughs> if you want to acknowledge part one and part three as movies, then, like, it sets up a really, like... It sets up a lot of questions when you're re-watching the original trilogy because it's like, wait, okay, whose side am I on? Because even in the beginning, right. like, even though it was obvious, like, you pretty much knew whose side you were you were on immediately. Like, even if you were watching this, like, back in the fucking 70s and watching them as they came out, yeah. you knew what side you were on. But even as they went on, there was always, like, kind of this little question of, like, I don't know, like, are the other guys a little bit right, like, in some ways? Or, like, whose side yeah. am I on? Like, and it also sets up, like, even like you said right now, like, even McGregor's character, like, kind of going off on the deep end a little bit. It kind of sets you up, like, okay, how do I feel about Obi-Wan when he's coming back and, you know, guiding everyone through and he's fucking, like, even when he's lying to Luke in the beginning, he's like, oh, your father, uh, he did right. some things. Like, I don't know, was he right? And what he did, yeah. look, look at where Luke ended up in Last Jedi. Yeah, man. This just all like there's a lot of puzzle pieces. Yeah, dude, you're not you're not wrong at all, and that's I I do like looking at it from that perspective, and I think that it also, and and maybe this was a genius moment from George Lucas 
maybe he stumbled upon it. Maybe it was all by design, but I think that all of the things that you're saying and the way that it can make you think about things, the way that it can make you feel kind of helps you understand some of the other races in the Federation of how, or I don't know, not Federation Republic Federation, Star Trek, the Republic of just like, cause there's, there's that idea of like, whenever someone like, you know, Palpatine comes in and he's like, spewing all of this rhetoric which is all you know fascism and and nazism essentially and like all these other races seem to kind of get on board with it and it's like because there are little nuggets in there that it's like yeah maybe i do agree with that well i don't agree with that part but this part's okay and it just shows you like how that shit can spiral out of control i mean dude that whole scene was like a weird like Hitler moment where it was like felt like the 2016 or yeah the 2016 inauguration all over again it kind of did <laughs> it was like if Hitler was standing there but he was wearing like a mask of like his his true self on top of his face and people were still just like <laughs> okay yeah that's fine like it, like yeah. that, that that's perfectly fine bud that you're doing that like Palpatine is already fucking all sucked in like he looks like a completely different person at this point and everyone's just trusting him it's like all right do you but I, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, I will say his his like transformation is a little confusing to me because I felt like he started to transform into a Kardashian. <laughs> but I felt like he started to change before Mace Windu even like sent the lightning back at him. Is that not right? Yeah, I think... Is that because the lightning coming back at him that he starts looking all fucked up? I feel like it would... My interpretation has always just been the fact that he's just using his lightning in general. He's, like, going, like, super dark side, and it's sort of like a, a fable thing where it makes you makes you look evil. I think so. I think the turn is just, it's just over the top. It's, like... Yeah. It's just an over-exaggerated version of it what It probably should, should have happened over, like, months, and instead it happens in five minutes. <laughs> uh, five minutes is a stretch. It happens over <laughs> 15 seconds. Dude, his whining in that scene is so fucking... Oh, God. Okay, that, actually, this is a good segue into the segment we were already in, which is underwhelming performances. Whew. Ian. Ian. Bud. <laughs> Bud. Do it. Do it. <laughs> All those cutbacks to him just going like, <laughs> yeah, or like, all right. I was like, wait, dude, I, I didn't remember any of those. Like, those were not imprinted in my mind, and I feel like they really should have been because he was doing Migos ad-libs way before Migos <laughs> came around. It was fucking ridiculous. It was like it was like Migos ad libs, but if the Mi but if the ad libs were done by Three Six Mafia, like it was just like evil ad libs. It's rough. And yeah, I mean, and that's what I, I guess that's what he's done. Palpatine's always done of just being like, eh. but like it's it's the eh is on fleek in this movie. It really dude. It really is like the eh is like believable in like in the original trilogy. And he actually like it's another thing where I'm just going to say like that this looked, I guess, practical. I mean, this his face wasn't CGI, but this was like. This was when, like, practical meets, like, fuck it. This was when practical meets, it's like, so an, Am an Amazon warehouse mask that you got for it's $15. <laughs> and I think I think there's a couple moments in this movie that are like that. I forget. Uh, Grievous, his, 
his little guards that have those little staff things, there were some of their movements where I was like, that costume looks rough. <laughs> but I will say Grievous. But Grievous is fucking awesome. Grievous is awesome. Like Grievous is one of my favorite parts for sure. I mean, th- yeah. like it's hard to say what my favorite part of this is. Like, obviously we're sitting here hating on a lot of things because I do think there's a lot of issues in this one and there's some annoying things that could have been better. Sure. But that's just my thing. Like the reason this one made me like it so much is because there is so much good in this. Like there's a lot of just iconic shit that happens in this that will live yeah. in my mind like forever. Like just Grievous just as a whole, like this is what I think of when I think of Grievous. I think of him in this movie. He's great. And I mean that, that Obi-Wan lightsaber fight is fucking good. It's good. I think that pretty much almost all of the, uh, fight choreography in this movie is great. It's solid. It's probably some of the best fight choreography in the whole series. A lot of it is just kind of stupid because then they'll stop and they'll like start ad libbing. And then it's like, all right, guys, <laughs> just go back to fighting for a little bit. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> and I guess, well, a big, a big driving uh, plot point in, in Revenge of the Sith too, is the fact that uh, Anakin went ahead and knocked up uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah. Which she's Padme, but to me, she just always. I I just gotta say something. I love Natalie Portman. <laughs> like I love her. She's just she's perfect in my eyes. She's I great. Think, I think she is a gem. I think she is the best part of all of this. Really. Uh, <laughs> like like we said earlier, her and Ewan McGregor, top tier. Oh yeah, they're holding for it. sure. But Natalie Portman, I love her. I'm really sad that Hayden Christensen got her pregnant because it's just, it's really unfortunate. I mean, uh, the haircut that they, that they made together is just, I know it wasn't your fault, Natalie. I know you didn't do this. I love you. Okay. I love you. It wasn't her fault. Her hair is doing fine. Her hair is fine. It's fine in this movie. Uh, well, but there's a baby on the way and, uh, you know, everyone, they gotta kind of keep it a secret cause you know, no fucking till marriage or whatever. And then, uh. I guess I'm not really totally sure what the rules are on all that, but it seems like they aren't supposed to let people know. You know, I think it's, I think it's more just you know you can't tell people until like three months. That's just the rule. <laughs> they seem concerned about consequences for people knowing. I it, the consequences are they're right there. The three months you got to wait the three months, bud. Okay, now, I'm also going to bring this up. Maybe not to the extent that I did while we were watching it, but I do feel the need to say that I don't know. We haven't, we don't have, like, behind-closed-door conversations with Padme and Anakin about, like, what their future holds and things like that. I'm just saying that living in the future in a galaxy far, far away. Well, I guess they're not in the future, but living in a galaxy far, far away with the technology that they have, I would imagine there is very easily attainable contraceptive something. And so it it seems weird to have a surprise pregnancy to me. Hey, I'm going to ask you something right now. Yep. You ever seen someone sick in Star Wars? I don't know, do you? I don't think so. With the flu or something? I don't think so. They've moved past it, bitch. They don't need anything. They don't need to deal with it. So they don't they don't worry about no contraceptive around these parts. I feel like they would. Because you know why? They don't have time for doctors. They're too busy fighting and doing it. So they got a forever pill that was like, hey, you either forever are not sick 
or you could get sick and stuff. And then there's one for babies too. And then she was like, well, I might want to have a baby one day. So they don't, she didn't take that pill. And now here we go. I, I feel like things should be a little bit more nuanced than that. I with just, this type of technology available to us. I'm going to tell you right now, some things are are black and white. Like they, <laughs> they not, not everything has a good color palette, James. That's unfortunate. All right. And I think that she knew one day she was going to want a baby. So she decided that she's not taking that forever, the forever no baby pill. Forever no baby pill. Wow. Yeah. That's what I have to say about this. Okay. Are you going to, are you, are you accepting this? I suppose there's not any other explanation that makes any sense to me. I would also think that because of her responsibilities to her fucking like planet and shit that she probably wouldn't want to start popping babies out, but I guess she doesn't care about that. Hey, Amen. Chosen ones. Chosen ones to fuck up the universe for another hundred years. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> you know what? You know what? I want to, I'm really mad that technically since these are prequels technically the star wars as of now as where it is right now with the nine movies we have the nine main series movies it starts off killing kids and it ends off with the chosen one trying to kill a kid yep this is fucked up (laughs) (laughs) i see a pattern here and i think it all goes back down to the haircut it's all the haircut man dude i'm getting sick of this shit (laughs) like i'm getting so sick of this shit the Skywalker curse. This is so bullshit. Like father, like son, right? Like father, like son, like nephew. So I guess another plot point in this is that Anakin is trying to be a Jedi Master, but then he's not a Jedi Master, and then they kind of like shrug him off. So he gets like really angry because of that, and he goes like, he pouts a lot. Yeah, that's another point that seemed silly. I mean, I guess it's there to create the tension between him and the Jedi Council themselves. Fuck that. Why does Grievous sound kind of Mexican? <laughs> I forgot. There was one point. There was one point in the movie. It was the most insane thing ever. Obi-Wan, like, pops in to, like, you know, storm him. He's like, all right, I'm going to fight you guys and you and all your robots. And then Grievous, like, walked out of the back room uh, with a taco car and a sombrero on. He was like, hey, fool. Hey fool, I got some I got some carne asada right here for you. You wanna you wanna chili that I'm gonna roast on the stove, my dude? I was like, wait, Grievous sounds a little bit Mexican right now. And he was like He did he did for sure start rolling his R's out of nowhere. So maybe I went a little overboard, but there was a point in the movie where Grievous did some things. There's there's the point of like People who aren't white being portrayed as villains, particularly whenever it's animated. So that is a thing. But on the other side of it, like, I'm okay with Grievous being a little Mexican. Like, it could be kind of cool, right? Like, from the Mexican I have in me, I give him my blessing. (laughs) Come over here, pal. You're one of us. It's like how people, people assign race to, like all kinds of like cartoon characters or, or whatever, even if they're just like blue or something, you know, and I was like, oh, no, we're, 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 you guys are claiming, you're claiming Grievous. You, you get him. He's on your team. Like, but isn't it, wait, isn't it worse to like make a robot and then assign them a race? Yes. Like what, what if you just, you made a robot and you, you put some big old curls on him and shit. And you're like, yeah, this guy's an Orthodox Jew. Yep, yeah, that's the like, that's the, the that's the Jewish robot. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. 
Well, George Lucas did whatever he made those. Uh, I forget what they're called. The the green the, the green no, the green aliens with like the slanty eyes. <clears throat> like he started assigning races to aliens, and it's like, bro, like. Why do you make them talk with that broken English accent, my guy? Like, what wait, the fuck? Wait, now I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of a Korean Grievous. <laughs> it's like it's like Buzz Lightyear whenever he gets his little switch switch flips to turn him into the Spanish version. Oh, There's Mexican Grievous and Korean Grievous. Wait, shouldn't in, in the PC world shouldn't that be an issue too? Buzz Lightyear thing having a literal switch. It's pretty fucked up, right? Like you can't have a switch. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you fucking talking about, dude? I mean, you're 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 biracial. You can't you can't oh, switch it on and off. Fuck. Um, not really. I don't speak Spanish very well. <laughs> you can't just just hit a switch. And, and switch switch races. I hit a switch and then I eat a fucking burrito and then I hit another switch and I eat unseasoned chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. It's like, didn't Drake hit a switch once? <laughs> Turn a light off or something? Yeah, I it's just like, lived a switch. What are we talking about? I don't know, dude. Like, we went on a tangent about... Star Wars, my guy. Star Wars. Well, it's not my fault when you put a fucking Mexican robot in a movie. You expect me to not talk about it and not make hypotheticals about what other races that robot could be. (laughs) Like, don't be fucking ridiculous, George Lucas. You fucking asshole. (laughs) So ridiculous. What a (laughs) Such a fucking dick. (laughs) Well, Grievous explodes, so... Grievous is cool. He's a really cool character. No, but he explodes. Remember when remember when blood shot out of his eyes? I didn't even know that robots Dude, could that's bleed. Fucking intense. Like, tell me this isn't a horror movie. It's it straight up goes into the fucking Hellraiser for a second. You tell me that in a horror movie, if there was like thirty robots around and one of them was Mexican, that the Mexican one wouldn't have blood shooting out of its eyes? Like, that's exactly how a horror movie would go. Tell me Revenge of the Sith <laughs> is not a horror movie. This is an exploitation B movie. Dude, it kind of is, but now I want to see a cut of it with uh, Danny Trejo as Grievous. Oh, whoa. That's a a thing. That's a thing. I want to see that. Someone make that. I want Liam Neeson to play Padme. (laughs) Oh, why? Well, because then in Attack of the Clones, at least when, like, you know... Hayden Christensen is frolicking like through the grass and like you know with like a picnic and stuff. It's it's Liam then it's Neeson. With Liam it's Liam Neeson. Neeson, and then it automatically <laughs> makes it like ten times better. Yeah, I'm okay with that. It's solid. It's solid. Like, I mean, I I, I did the groundwork. All right, <laughs> all right. I, I tried here. Um, you want to talk about uh Mace Windu's death? Yeah, uh, when it first started happening and they started fighting, I was like, oh, fuck. Does Mace Windu really go out in a fucking lightsaber fight with fucking Palpatine? I was going to be pissed. And he kind of does, but there's a little bit more to it than that. I mean, he's he's ganged up on. So I, I felt like they had the oppor- opportunity to really do him dirty, but his death was earned. It was fine. I will say that the movie didn't do him dirty in his death, but um, Anakin did him so fucking dirty. Oh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Dude, he went to Mace Windu, and he snitched on Palpatine. He was like, hey, this dude's for the Sith. And then when Mace Windu went over to apprehend him, he was like, 
hey, dude, fuck you. I'm going to chop your hand off. Yep. It was not very cash money of Anakin. Uh, do you think Mace Windu already knew about Palpatine? Yeah, because I think, or not, not that he knew, I think he had like suspicion. Yeah, because right when Anakin told him about it, he was like, oh, I don't know. Like, are you sure? But then he like, right. he said, are you sure? And then immediately went over there, like with the whole gang ready to take him out. Yeah. I think that like he was, he was waiting for some kind of confirmation and that's why they like sent him on that little they tried to tell him like keep an eye on Palpatine or whatever a sort of secret mission you know it was really great purple lightsabers uh no but when Mace Windu went out the window and died and then Palpatine looked at him he was like good and then uh Anakin went what have I done there is a real epidemic in this world and it's the fact that I know I know Hayden Christensen gets a good amount of shit for his roles in these movies yeah but he does not get as much shit as Tobey Maguire gets for Spider-Man 3, and that is a You're travesty. Right. That is a You're fucking right. travesty. That is... He's worse. The entire fucking world is brainwashed, and if you think that Tobey Maguire did worse in Spider-Man 3 than Hayden Christensen did in Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith, you can eat my fucking dick, dude. Like, eat... Yep. Eat... Just eat some bad stuff. Hayden Christensen's so much worse. He's so much worse. And why are people giving that like more shit? Like I've, I see yeah, shit about it, but I then agree. sometimes people just like, oh yeah, this is good, and it'll be the same same motherfuckers that are hating on <laughs> fucking Tobey Maguire and Spider Man Three, saying nope, it's unwatchable, bitch. You think this? Guy, you look up to Hayden Christensen because of Star because of Star Wars? I'm sorry, you want to repeat that? That's so bullshit. He's really bad. What what have I done? Take an acting <laughs> class. You have the resources. You have the you had the I don't know if you still do, but you had the money. What is he doing nowadays? Is he doing anything? I don't know, man. I think he kind of swore off of Hollywood after people kept making fun of him for Star Wars. Um, it looks like he he is credited in the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series. Oh no. He's credited as Darth Vader. Oh, no. So is he going to be Vader? Are we not going to actually see? Is he going to be inside of something? He did a... He says... It says he did the... Oh, he did the voice in Rise of Skywalker. I remember. Didn't they, like, come back at the end? Like, there were, like, holograms at the end or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. No, he's still been doing shit. Not a lot of stuff, but he's been doing some stuff. He did Jumper in 2008. I forgot he was in that. Oh, I saw that movie. Yeah, I've seen Jumper a few times. Yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. No, he's not doing much, though, so I don't know if you still have the money, but um, maybe take an acting class and get back into acting. I don't know. We're maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being too, too hopeful. <laughs> I don't know. But, okay, another one of the best parts of the movie, Anakin just kills a room full of children. Yeah. Just no, no reason, no setup. He's just like, I'm going to walk over here and the kids are like hey Anakin how's it going bro you know like we missed you hey there's a lot of bad stuff going on out there you want to help us he's like snip snap snip snap we don't see too much of it right here but later like those kids corpses are just laying on the fucking floor dude when you see the video and you just see Anakin swinging it's like wait yeah you you took those kids out but that was like this is a horror movie i mean dude that's easily another thing that set me up for loving horror movies because i was just like what the (laughs) fuck did i just see i was like wait 
like you that. Just watch a bunch of children get moited by who you thought was the hero, bro. And I was a children when I saw this. I was like, they they were my size. <laughs> they like, were I was, yours. I was size. like, you literally just killed a bunch of eight year olds, and I'm eight. So how do I feel about this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fucking crazy. Like, I, I, I love that Star Wars goes to that level. First, in Tag of the Clones, he does one good thing by killing a, a whole town of people, like an yeah. entire village. And then he's like, all right, what do I, how, do I, how do I top this? Children. I was like, okay, Kill them dude. Kids. Oh, okay, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking psycho. <laughs> Only for Padman to be like, hey, I heard you killed all the younglings. Come away with me and raise our child. <laughs> Bro, when she literally, when they literally segued from, "Hey, I know you killed those children, but come and run away with me, and we'll we'll get away from all this." I was like, "To," and then she said specifically, "To go raise our children." I'm like, "So you watch that? You watch the same video that I, that I watched?" Or I guess no, she heard about it, but she, she believed heard about at that, that point. It's like he told you in detail about this dude chopping the heads off of like eight eight year olds, and you want to go raise a kid with him. Sounds like a great idea. It sounds like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> you fucking kidding me, Padme? Do better, okay? <laughs> Do better. And uh, yeah, she she. You know what line she said that ruined me? She said, "I just want your love." I was like, "Bitch, you oh, shouldn't." Boy. Oh boy. And then you know what he does? He force chokes her. And you know, I mean, like that might be a good time for some people, but not in this very situation. <laughs> no, no, this is not a, a good example of that. Force choking in the bedroom might be a cool thing. You could do it from weird position, like anywhere. You could still use your hands, <laughs> and then still get the choking. Go- they that's a uh, using your brain right there, guys. Using that's using the force right there. Yeah, but right here, using the force was domestic abuse, so it didn't go over very well. Mm. Not good. Not good. Yeah, and then Obi Wan's just standing there, like, "Stop! You stop it, buddy." <laughs> he does not like that. And then they go to fight, and then of course, I mean, you got the best, the best, uh, most iconic thing that happens in this movie, the high ground. Will the high ground has been talked about for over a decade. Will keep, will continue to be talked about for decades to come. The high ground. The high ground. The high ground. I think it was really a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. I think the whole the whole high ground thing was just. It was just getting into his head. It's like, yeah, fucking try to jump over. It's like, hey, I bet you can't jump over me. Like, that's what he was doing. He's like, just teasing you. Hey, I got the high ground. <laughs> it's like, whatever, motherfucker. I'm going to get the high ground. It's like, yeah, go ahead and try. Fuck around and find out. Like, that was it. And the, the, the fact that, like, I remember when I first saw this, it blew my mind because I was like, wait, this guy Obi-Wan. I was like, I don't know you that well, dude, but this, this Obi-Wan guy, you're standing up here. You said... Come at me, bitch. Pull up. And then Anakin jumps up and Obi-Wan, one one swipe, just one solid swipe, an arm and two legs, gone. All of them. Gone. How's, how's this motherfucker go into hiding after this? How does he not fucking just storm the goddamn empire and kill everyone? Like, bitch, you lost <laughs> everything in that fight. <laughs> you lost everything. Okay. You lost your face? That shit got <laughs> melted the fuck off. Oh, fucking horror movie. You are no face. You are in the no movie face. Spirited Away. Shout out Studio Ghibli, because your your face is looking a little Ghibli right now, bud. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. Done so. You're well dead. Done. You're very dead, bud. But he's not dead. He still has his robot arm, and he kind of climbs up, and then, you know, Palpatine is like, hey, buddy, 
how's it going, partner? I'm going to build you back up. And then he uh, he wakes up right after uh, Padme gives birth. And they also do this bullshit thing where they're just like, hey, uh, we don't know why she's dying, but uh, she's dying. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's that's really <laughs> dumb. That's really fucking dumb. It's such a sellout. It, again, you have all this technology. You have such advanced technology that you don't actually have doctors in the room. They're all fucking droids who are doing all the medical procedure. And they're like, oh, we don't know why she's dying. She just is. She lost the will to live. Like, what? That's not how it works. And honestly, I would have been okay with that if she had woken up and... Obi-Wan was like, yeah, dude, I just chopped off your fucking baby daddy's Yeah, like, at this point, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She dies not knowing, but she just loses it. And I get it, like, I mean, I have lost someone very close to me, and I felt like a feeling that is just, like, it's just there, but I still just... It, the way the way it all went, it just... I, you're, I, you're, I don't buy even, it. Even with the psychological trauma, your body won't can have physical effects on you. Your body's not going to immediately shut down like it does on her. Yeah, her no. body just gave up. Like, nope, we're done, guys. We're tapping out on this one. Well, it conveniently gave up right at, like they were like, she's dead. Oh my gosh, she's dying. And then she gave birth, woke up completely. It looks perfectly, is in no pain at all. Uh, not yeah. only after giving birth to two babies and she just looks at the baby and immediately like, Luke. I was going to say Leia. that. She is the most attractive that any woman has ever been immediately after giving birth. Do you want to talk about how her hair is perfect (laughs) and there is just one drip of sweat going down the side of her forehead? Her makeup's fucking perfect. One solid drip of sweat. I know many women who have given birth who would kill to have looked like she did immediately after. Dude, I'm not like here to boast, but I have some hot ass friends. And one of my really hot friends, like, I've seen, like, her fucking, like, giving birth and shit. It's just like, right. you don't, it, <laughs> you're not gonna, like, look okay. It's, you're going through not, some shit. Exactly. And this bitch had twins. She had twins and one drop of, not even two drops of sweat, not even one drop for each baby, just one for both. I guess that droid doula is just really fucking good, man. I don't know. She must have been on some crazy drugs or something. She was just like, all right, I'm fine. Like, they were like, she's dying anyway. Just give her everything. Like, who fucking cares? Right. <laughs> it, it was so ridiculous. But then that's pretty much the end of that. And then we go back to Darth Vader, who honestly, like, when they're putting the fucking, uh, when they're putting his suit on, amazing. It's cool. It's one of my favorite. My, my least favorite part of it, though, is when they're putting his mask on and you see that it's like he basically has like an Iron Man mask. Where it's yeah. like it's like gonna like focus on people and tell you like their stats and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that is fucking weird. When it's sh- like showing like the look through his lenses. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that, but everything else about it was really cool. And then he's like, he immediately comes up. He's like, "Where's Padme?" And then Palpatine's like, "Oh, dude, you fucking choked her to death. Bitch is dead." And then he's yep. like, "No, like she classic. was alive." No. And then uh, I'd say like the probably. One of the coolest move parts of this movie, which is really just like it sets you up for nothing, and it's like it's kind of a disappointing thing because you know, like when you're watching this, you're like, okay, this is part three, part four already exists, so we're not going to get to yeah. see anything that's like being set up at the end of this movie. It's all just implied. But you know, um, Yoda or it was Yoda, yeah, yeah Yoda's like, hey, so Obi Wan, uh, we found this way to communicate with the dead. He's like, Qui Gon, and I'm like, all I hear is Liam Neeson, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of upsetting because you never get to see that go down but it's just implied now yeah. you just know you're like all right that's what he's been working on this whole time my boy liam is out here 
<laughs> yeah. And then uh, we get like a sneak peek of the Death Star. Uh, Jar Jar is at Padme's funeral, which is kind of just like they pretty much they they dude. Oh my god. They did to Rose Jar Jar what they is did Rose. to Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, remember this motherfucker was here? They really did her like that. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. That will go down history as getting Jar Jar'd. Anytime yep. anyone does some fuck shit in a Star Wars movie and then it like the next movie they're just fucking like sitting there like in the background, you got Jar Jar'd, yep. bitch. You got Jar Jar. I'm just going to use that for other movies in general now, too. Like Absolutely. If there's someone who just like did not perform well in the first movie and they're just kind of in the background of the second one, bitch, you got Jar Jar. Yep. That's fucking funny. And uh, then the end. Oh, so the last thing that we need to talk about is how they just pasted the very last scene in the movie. Like, <laughs> George Lucas did not direct that. Someone else directed that in their like backyard. I swear to God, it looks horrendous. And those people, those actors literally look like they were, just got pulled out of a Craigslist ad because they did nothing oh, to yeah. stand. They're just like, hey, what Yeah, you? they had no lines or anything. They looked like they didn't know what they were doing there. No, it's like, hey, just stand in front of this green screen wearing the stupid outfit. Like, that's all that they did. I think they said stand there wearing that stupid outfit and then Obi-Wan walks up and hands them a baby and they didn't even know that was happening. They were like, what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck do I do with this thing? Is this part, yeah. of, the, is this part of the shot? Yep, yep. And uh yeah, that's that's uh Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> there it is. Um so for the kills, there's definitely a lot more kills because a lot of robot deaths and like other deaths and like kinda off kind of just like small things, but for the ones that were like notable and it wasn't even like big characters that I did, but the ones that you physically see and like you know for a fact you're like, all right, they yeah. died, they have some kind of consciousness aside from being a robot. Um I got sixteen. You guys can argue me on that. I'll probably just concede <laughs> immediately because I, I did my best. Yeah. Uh, but roughly 16 kills in this. Um, No boobs. That's disappointing. Nope. No boobs. We need a Star Wars with boobs. That's just, uh, I, I like the Star Wars porns. Um, would you recommend <laughs> this, James? Uh, Yeah, I would. After not seeing this for 16 years and protesting it. So this is like some, I think, I feel like this is the biggest recommendation. Like, would you recommend on this show ever? Yeah, I think that it's better than a lot of Star Wars movies. And it's, uh, I don't know. I'd probably, I'd probably give it like three stars. Okay. Well, I really, uh, I think I agree. I think, I think three and a half just because there's a lot of iconic stuff for me. But mm-hmm. now I feel like I used to rate this like four or four and a half or something like that. So I've definitely gone down on my rating on it. Um, but yeah, I'd say three and a half feels comfortable for me. But what I really want to know is after watching this after 16 years and after like not only watching it, but you did what I did to Taco Bell, which is that you actively avoided it and boycotted <laughs> it and refused to be a part of it. Do you feel like you regret not seeing it or do you feel like you didn't miss it or do you feel like it's just something that maybe you should have been like, hey. I'll watch it. I don't feel that I missed much. I don't feel like I missed much. I think that uh, I think that it's fine. There were a few things in there that were really shocking, and I think that they landed really, really well. One being Dooku's execution. Um, but I don't. I think that I would have been fine without seeing it. But I say that with a grander scheme of like, even though I've seen basically every major Star Wars thing, including. Uh, most of Clone Wars, I just haven't seen the new stuff. The thing is, you still don't like Star Wars that much, right? I'm just not huge into Star Wars. Like at the end of the day, like I'm, I'm. It's just not my thing. It's, it's just not. So 
Yeah, that's fair. I just I just thought this would be an interesting episode, being that I know that you have like like you said that you have seen pretty much all the major ones. Like I already knew you you've we've talked multiple times about how you don't like Star Wars and like yep. I don't agree, but I also, like, I get it. Like, I get why a lot of people don't like Star Wars and whatnot. To be honest, like, for a long time, like, I didn't like Star Wars for a long time. Like, I liked the ones that, like, I grew up on, and I was, like, I had fond memories of them, but I didn't really, like, actively watch them or care about the lore or care about anything else. That's something yeah. that grew over time. But, I mean, I love Star Wars now. I think it's a great fucking series. It'll always... I mean, I personally, I think Empire Strikes Back is one of my, like, I'd say top five favorite movies of all time. Easily. Yeah, and I th- I think that five and six specifically have so much. Well, even A New Hope, they have so much historical film value. Like as as far as like seventies and eighties filmmaking goes, like it's it's right up there with like Jaws of like things that you just have to see. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those movies where it's just like if you don't like it, I kind of just question you a little bit. Like it's like okay, you have your opinion, <laughs> but it's like this is a great movie. Like it's like this is a great yeah. movie. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd say three and a half stars feels fair. I, I'd for sure recommend this. I mean, for anyone that likes Star Wars or doesn't, I'd, I'd say like Star Wars before you watch it because it might be a little, it probably wouldn't be as good if you're not a Star Wars fan. I wouldn't say, this is my thing, I wouldn't say start off on this if you're getting into Star Wars. Like, no, I'd say start on Empire, honestly. That's yeah. where I'd send anyone. If I was like, if I was like, I'm not sure if you're going to like it or not, like A New Hope is kind of pushing it because it's a little boring-ish. Right. <laughs> and obviously, if you like Star Wars and if you're already into it, it's not that boring, but it still can be yeah. kind of boring. But I feel like anyone can just go watch Empire Strikes Back and at least appreciate it. I still just love Rogue One so much. I love all the characters in Rogue One. I love Rogue One and also like, I think Rogue One and Solo get a lot more hate than they should. I feel like yeah. those are the only good things to come out of Disney. Well, Mandalorian's fucking awesome yeah. Mandalorian's great I'm still not caught I haven't watched season two at all yet but Mandalorian's fucking awesome season two is fucking good yeah I know I've been hearing great things and I need to watch it but I have not yet um but James I have a fuck Mary kill for you yes we have Palpatine okay after going wrinkly in plastic uh we have Anakin Skywalker Ugh. and we have me oh no this is the worst one ever I know. I knew you would love this one. I can't. I can't. I almost went Dooku, but I think during the movie at one point, you... Oh, wait, no, I almost went Grievous, but at one point in the movie, you said you would fuck Grievous, so I was like, I can't do that. Ugh. Shit. Yeah, this one's tough. I will kill Palpatine. Fuck. I will fuck you, and I will marry... What? Anakin Skywalker. Why are you marrying him? I don't know. I really thought that was going to go well. I thought you were going to kill him, fuck Palpatine, and then marry me. Or marry Palpatine. I wish I would have said that, but I didn't. There's no way I'd marry... Yeah, the, if I was doing that, I if it was like switched and it was like you or some shit like that, I would definitely... I'd kill Hayden Christensen just because I, I'm going. I'm not even going to say Anakin. I'd kill Hayden Christensen, <laughs> and then I would. I'd fuck Palpatine just to get him the fuck out of that. Like it's it's going to be a terrible time, but I'm just going to live with it. And I'm going to marry you. Yeah, dude, it'd be it'd be so bad. He'd be like, "All right, what's next? Do it, do it, do it." Yeah. Why does he sound like fucking Beavis? Do it. Oh, he kind of does. Yeah, that's annoying. Dude, yeah. It'd be the worst time of my life, but I'm just going to live with it. But that's fine. That's fine. And that's... Okay, well, anyway, that's that's the end of the episode. That's uh, Revenge of the Sith. This was a fun fucking episode. This was really fun to do. 
Star Wars. I'm so glad that this went in this direction today. I feel like people are probably going to be like, what the fuck when they see this on the feed on Monday? They're going to be like, wait. It's a horror movie, y'all. So, James, you want to plug your stuff? Uh, yeah, you can always check out uh, other show that I do, Night Shift Video, and uh, you can find us on Instagram at the underscore Night Shifters. Why is that? Is Night Shift Video taken? Um, no, it's because I didn't want to have like four different accounts for all the other mm. shows that I'm making. So it's just like one place you can find everything I make. I, I wa- actually really want to make something like that where I could just like make a feed that I'm just like, all right, I don't want to make, I don't want to keep updating these right. other shows on this other feed. Like, I'm just going to do this as a general, just like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Yep. Yeah. I need to, I need to get on that. Yeah. get on that so that's not there so don't follow it um but yeah that's James <laughs> stuff um if you want access to bonus episodes polls that determine some of the movies i cover movie commentaries bonus video episodes and much more head over to patreon.com slash horror soup and you can donate as little as one dollar to gain access to over 60 bonus episodes and uh there's also um uh i will just shout this out too i did hot ones recently like a recreation of hot ones and um, that was a live stream on Twitch, but it's uploaded onto the Patreon, and I actually uploaded that for just every tier, too. So if you guys are interested in watching that, it's a really fun video. Um, that's just in the $1 tier, too. You can do the $1 tier, pretty much any tier, and you can find that video there. So every once in a while, I'll put like, other little bonus stuff in uh, those lower tiers, too, for you guys. And uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at Horsoup, Twitter at Horsoup Sucks, and then I'm on Letterboxd doing movie reviews at Horsoup Caleb. And uh, say bye, James. Goodbye! Bye, Caleb. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup. Give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, because this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down. It'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup. We'll keep you well fed It's gorgeous smell Could wake the dead Vegetable is just forgettable If your energy's low You know what to do Simply gobble on down Some of the spooky stew We'll wine and dine A hungry Frankenstein Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup Give me, give me horror soup Give it, give it Grubs up, baby, grubs up Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup, I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, my belly's gonna Give me horror soup, give it, give it grubs up, baby grubs up, give
me heart of soup. Give it, give it heart of soup. Heart of soup. He can't even look after himself.